Hey, hey, welcome my mere model lads to a book recap. Now, for those of you who are new to the mere models book reviews channel, this is where I go over in a long form. So there's going to be more ums and ers. It's not as structured as the book reviews. My recap of the month of September 2021. So this is looking at all the books that I read and that also Juan did on this channel and just examining them, giving a couple of quick notes and thoughts and my overall rating system. So if you were just to look at the review channel can go, oh, these are the books that Kyron really thought were great and were not so great. So let's just jump straight into it. So number one book that was the best of the bunch was Candide by Voltaire. I really, really enjoyed this. I found the humor in it to be quite excellent. Voltaire is very, very witty. If you've never read any of his before, this was the first work for me. Uh, the French author is pretty fantastic considering how long ago it was written as well. It really stands up to the test of time. Obviously, the language and the translations have changed, but the core message he really gets into uh, regarding optimism, regarding, you know, this is the best of all possible worlds, that sort of silly philosophy, I guess you'd call it. His attack on that was really, really brilliant. And I'm not so much of a person who enjoys satire and criticism and things like that. But man, when you do it well, like Voltaire does, it's, uh, it is a different beast. And I can really see why he was renowned as, you know, an amazing satirist and amazing author as well. So I gave that an eight out of 10. The next bunch of them, there was four other books all with a 7 out of 10 rating for me. So, uh, I'll just go in the order that I read them. First, The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, another French author, the French killing it this month for me. So, this is a pretty classic book that you would have heard of. It's a children's book slash adult book because it's one of those ones where you can sort of get value out of it if you are looking through it in the child's eyes because of the story, but then also the things you can take out of it as an adult, such as, you know, communication, such as being able to letting things go, valuing your time, the time you put into something is the effort. That's what makes it valuable, things like that. I also really, really just noticed this one that the movie was, I guess, one of those movies that are better than the book it was fairly rare for me. Uh, another one of those would be Fight Club, for example. But I think the movie that they did on this in, I'm not sure when it was released, a, a couple of years ago. So let's just say in the 2010 sometime. That was a really fantastic movie. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think it got the heart of the book, but also explained it in a really visually impactful way. I really, really enjoyed that. So, The Little Prince by Saint Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, uh, very good. Going Clear by Lawrence Wright, once again, a, a book I'm not really into much, talking, diving deep into specific religion and examining it. Uh, although this was a bit different because it was sort of an outside take. So, it was a journalist coming in, looking at Scientology and speaking with some of the higher up people who left the church, such as Paul Haggis. And so, this was a book initially written as, I believe it was for the New Yorker as a, a, a bio piece in a way, which then expanded out to being a, a full book. And yeah, just hearing the story of L. Ron Hubbard was pretty fascinating. I never knew that he was such a prolific author and that he had, uh, you know, so many crazy things going on in his life. And then also in the church's, uh, I guess, conglomeration that they formed with the sea organization all the different things that they 
do believe that they don't believe. Yeah, it was um, a real mixed bag. And I also just really liked from the book that he was, I think, pretty fair. I think he presented both sides of the argument really, really nicely. So it didn't feel like a hit piece. It didn't feel like a propaganda piece. It just felt like, hey, this is what's out there. Here it is. Have a look-see at this. So Going Clear by Lawrence Wright, another 7 out of 10. Lord of the Flies, this is a pretty classic book by William Golding. What I enjoyed from this book was, I suppose, diving into the aspect of what is humanity, what is brutality, and you can take different things from this. I really thought that, A, it captures a bit of the heart of what children are like. Uh, My dad was a high school teacher, and he would always recount to me the stories of, of some of the bullying that he saw, and not just of the boys, but of the girls as well, and just how harsh and cruel it could truly be. So, I think it captures some of that aspect of of what's inside of us, the, the beastly side of it. Uh, but then, you know, it really makes me think, is this how children would really behave if they were on uh, a deserted island? And he was arguing in the, I guess, introduction or the preface that, you know, he was a school teacher. This is sort of how he thought it would pan out. Um, or, or at least trying to show that aspect because he was sick of books such as the Fantastic Five, such as, you know, name most kids group book series where they go out and solve crimes or do things. And most of it's like really jovial, really friendly banter. But in this one, he's like, nah, <laughs> shit's going down. People going to get killed. So I like that aspect of it. Also, just being able to relate the story now to Das Bus, the, the Simpsons episode where... Uh, it follows the plot line of that story, I think is uh, is is fun because that was a, a kind of cherished memory for me. I, I really liked that episode when I was a kid. Another one, Hiroshima or Hiroshima, as I was saying a lot of times, I'm really not sure the correct pronunciation, I'm definitely getting it wrong. This was a book which was just immensely, immensely sad. You go into it and see the, the devastation, the real firsthand unemotional aspect of what happened to that city on the day of August 6, 1945 at 8.15am when the atomic bomb was first used on on a population. Immensely sad, just really, really horrific. This was a reread for me as I had read this book uh, quite a few years ago and was sort of just a reminder of like, hey, this stuff can happen and the, the fortitude of the human spirit, yes, is in there, but really what got to me was, damn, this is like a tremendous waste of human life, of resources, of all of these things. And then just the fact that it was a single bomb, a single instant that, that did it is the real, truly horrifying nature of it. So, uh, not a book for pleasant reading, but you know, you will gain some things out of it. And the six stories of the survivors, six of the survivors uh, really highlights just how crazy the world can be, I guess, just how one instant you can be living your life and then next thing you know, your life is is changed forever. So another seven out of 10, that was by John Hersey, I should have said. Discourses and Selected Writings. So this is by my man Epictetus, the Stoic philosopher. This is the third, fourth of the Stoics that I've had the chance to read, I guess, their most famous work. So others being Marcus Aurelius, Meditations and... Uh, Seneca and I guess you could put Socrates in that camp a little bit so what I liked about this book was once again the the stoic philosophy is that it's just small snippets there's no overall 
commandment per se. There's no, you must do this, thou must, etc., etc. And it's not introducing all of these precepts like in some of the Buddhism books, and I'll, I'll talk about that later, how things just constantly like there's the eight things of this and then there's the six things of this and this can be split into 12 different things no with stoic philosophy it's really emphasis on the pragmatic so it's more hey these are some actual stories of what you can do right now to implement this into your life this is how you can change your thinking to make the your next day tomorrow better the next hour better you can do all of these things so i really like that implementation that ability to just push it right in Now, the thing with this is I think you'll have to find your own favorite philosopher. So, for me, Marcus Aurelius is higher up there. Epictetus came across as definitely a grumpy old man. Uh, Brendan, uh, a good friend of mine, was said this to me when he lent me the book. He was like, this is what I've noticed from him. And, oh, yeah, you really see it. He's always calling people fools or idiots or, you know, castigizing the person he's talking to or having this dialogue with. So, kind of funny in that respect but also i could see that coming across as being like a moralizing old man like shut up old man what do you know you don't know shit <laughs> uh so that was i gave that a six and a half and then the final one that i did was the death of ivan Ilyich. i have the book here for me right now as well by leo tolstoy this is a collection of 11 stories that he wrote in the later part of his his years of his life and really focusing on everyday interactions of the realistic fiction that he creates. So, it's more just, it's, it's kind of boring in a way because you're like, oh, I'm just reading about a peasant and how he's having money troubles or I'm reading about how this guy decided to become a monk. And the stories themselves, I wouldn't say, are hugely influential and interesting, but it really does give that Russian aspect to everything. So, it does have the examination of suffering, of anguish, of of what it is like to be a, a Russian in this cold landscape, of, you know, the interactions they have in their cultural systems, some of the Arabic uh, Arabic influence that they have, some of et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, these stories, I, I would say a good intro to Tolstoy if you don't want to commit yourself to War and Peace or Anna Karina, those lengthy, lengthy books, you know, takes, I think, both of them took me about three months to read, off and on reading, not as much as I do nowadays, but still just huge, huge books. So, overall, for that month, I read seven books with an overall score of 6.9. That's about standard. I, I think I've uh, calculated all the 200, 300 books that I have in my previously read list, you know, since I started doing um, accounting how many books I read, maybe even more than that, not sure how many. And I think the average is around 6.5 to 7 as my average rating across them all. So, it's just nice when I can have a a month where I'll get an 8 out of 10 book like Candide and go, yeah, this was a a really, really solid book. So, very enjoyable. So, that was my month of September. What is coming up in October of 2021? Well, a couple of things. I suppose the biggest change is I think you're going to see that I'm only going to be releasing one video slash audio per per week now. A couple of reasons for this. Number one is that I have some monthly goal, uh, a yearly goal, I should say, to read more philosophical books. And some of these books are going to require real deep concentration, probably not going to be super enjoyable. So, I'm not going to 
attack them as I would for fun some of these other books that I've been reading. And then also uh, there's going to be some larger books. So, for example, I had with me for the the past month uh, two different versions, one I could keep at my apartment here, one at my parents' house of the Les Miserables, another French author. And I just never got around to even starting because the 1,500 pages or however many pages it was in it, it kind of put me off, to be honest. I was like, man, I, I don't know if I have time to read this and continue all the book reviews and whatnot. So that combined with also I'm going to be taking some little mini vacations. There's going to be more disruptions. I'm starting a new yearly goals thing. So I want to be devoting more time to learning German, to stretching, to et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just probably going to not have as much time for these as as I would like to. So Yep, probably for a, a period, I don't want it to be too long, but for a period, there's only going to be one book review a week or it might be like, you know, three every two weeks, something like that. We'll, we'll have a look-see. Uh, I was also noticing that I was searching out short books to be able to do these book reviews. So, that for me is getting to an indication of like, hey, you're allowing outside influences to affect something you deeply care about, enjoy, i.e. reading. And, you know, probably not super great that you're searching out these small books. Now, most of these books were on my already to read list, like Yukio Mishima, like The Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway, things like that. But I don't want to allow that to really influence my reading. I want to be able to look at my list and go, what is the next most beneficial thing? What is the most intriguing thing that's on this list that I think would be fun to read? So that is coming up. There's going to be some more Buddhism and Eastern philosophy to start off the month, which is just finishing up my 2021 goals, I guess you'd call, because I start my month, uh, my yearly goals in October of each year. So, uh, a couple of more spiritual Eastern philosophy type books will probably appear right at the start of the month. And yeah, those are uh, what's coming up. I also forgot to mention that in this month of September that Juan did two book reviews, Everyone Has a Plan Until Shit Hits the Fan by Toph Evans. I actually met Toph. He was a pretty cool guy, uh, a Brisbane author. And then the other was Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. I didn't actually watch that because I do plan on reading Shoe Dog at some point. And so I didn't want it to influence me too much. I really like coming into a book fresh. Uh, funnily enough, I do book reviews for people but I personally myself don't like looking at book reviews that much. I prefer to get the general gist of what a story is of this really influenced this person because of this aspect and then dive into it myself and, you know, just see what it has to offer. So that is it for September and October. What's something that you could do? Well, here's a recommendation for you. So, this is directing to both people watching this right now and the people listening to this right now. You might not know that the other person exists. So, yes, there is an audio-only format of this, which you can find on your podcasting apps. And in particular, if you go to a podcasting 2.0 app, you can send some Satoshis, Boostergrams, a way to interact with me really, really directly. And it um, really does help me out, helps out what I'm trying to do with the mere mortals and, you know, provide some value in a monetary form. If you want to provide it in other ways, hey, hit me up and we can work something out, you know, leaving reviews, saying nice things, spreading the message, sharing, all of that really, really does help me. The other is that this is in video format as well. So, if you are 
watching or just listening, I should say, you can find this on YouTube. I put up all the pictures that I do in the chapter images when you're looking at a podcasting 2.0 app. So for those who don't know, I put in images showing the books that I'm talking about, about etc. related things, funny stuff. I do all of that. So you'll find that both in the audio and video version. So if you're switching over from one to the other, you're not going to be missing out in either way. Both of those are appearing there. And other than that, uh, if you have any book recommendations for me, I have said in the past that I don't really want recommendations from other people, but considering how many books I read nowadays, how much enjoyment I get from them and how much I think there is to learn from other people giving me recommendations. If you see that, oh, Kyron really liked Candide, he might like this other work by this satirist, Jonathan Swift, maybe, or he might like this other French philosophy or this particular book by Voltaire was really good. So I'm uh, more open to recommendations than I was in the past. So if you want to send in any to me, you can find us at Mere Mortals Podcast on Instagram. You can find our website, meremortalspodcast.com. I believe there might be a contact section in there. Um, If you leave and yeah, any of those methods, if you leave a YouTube comment, I'll see it and respond to it. So any of those methods is, is perfectly fine. And other than that, I really hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Kyron, out.